Welcome everyone to the last video store clerks podcast with Frank and Scott. The days of blockbuster Hollywood and the independent video store are over. But searching the shelves for that special overlooked movie will never end. The one that really sticks with you forever. Let's drown ourselves in a sea of streaming services and ask the question, what the fuck is that? Does this hold up? And just what the hell is a good movie anyway? I'm Frank Roll. I'm Scott Moran. And we're the last video store clerks. <laughs> I have to use Disney Plus or get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had finished all the Star Wars stuff. So I was like, eh. and I watched Eternals. Eternals was fine. Yeah. It was good. Okay. It's better than that Doctor Strange movie. Never saw that one. It's just the character. I'm just not into it. And it was a, I didn't like the way it finished Wanda's story. Did you watch the old Ant-Mans to get into the new Ant-Man? I haven't watched the new Ant-Man yet. <laughs> I watched Venom finally. I had never seen it. Oh, you've never seen Venom? It's just never been on a streaming platform I had. People talked so much shit, and I was fine with it. It was great. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Have you seen the sequel? No. It's not on there, is That's it? That's kind of why I watched the first one, was I was like, Woody plays Carnage? <laughs> and I was like, I do want to see that happen. I don't care how the movie is. Well, uh, the second one's not on there, is it? No. Okay, I haven't seen the second so, one. It looks like they're giving stuff to Disney a little bit at a time. Sony mm-hmm. is. But uh, there were things I liked about Multiverse Madness, but uh, on a whole, I just don't like Doctor Strange. I don't think he warrants a movie. No offense to anyone who loves Doctor Strange, but, I mean, it, it's like how there are some really stupid X-Men. I don't know. This one didn't even have, uh, oh, what's her name in it? Tilda T- Swinton. Tilda Swinton, yes. Man, Tilda. That was what held the first one together for me. There was a very Raimi part of it mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, this is like an Evil Dead movie for a minute. <laughs> and I liked that. And I liked some of the uh, John Krasinski as Reed Richards. So, see, like I said, I haven't seen it. I know he's in it. I bet he does good. Yeah, there's a Charles Xavier pop up. John Krasinski is one of those like great human beings, how he is. He's a solid choice for. The leader of the Fantastic Four. He's the a, dumbest superpower ever. Loved him. That would be a really badass dude to meet and talk to, I feel like. Yeah, I bet that guy would be enjoyable to have beer with. Yeah, he's just a, he's a good human being, too. Smoke a peace pipe. Sorry, I want to I promote good human beings in this world, and I, I feel like he's one of them. Anyhow, did you watch anything else? Uh, yes, lots and lots of stuff. Did you watch I... the Ghost in, in the Machine <laughs> from the 90s? Ghost in the Machine? Yeah. No, I haven't seen that since the 90s. Come uh, to think of it. Ghost in the Machine was pretty tight. I, I, like, I I mean, the the main thing was I, I've been watching Ghosts, the TV show on Paramount. Uh, and it's a remake of a British show Kelly watched, but it has the girl from iZombie in it. So I was like, I love iZombie. I'm going to fucking watch this. <laughs> iZombie is the shit. No, the only ghost I've seen is the one. They make Do pottery. pottery together? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sensual pottery. That shit where they drug them to hell scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Dude, those shadows were intense. That was fucked up, man. Those shadows. Not okay. It was. I mean, I watched a bunch of other dumb shit, too. I watched Point Break. Like the the old one? I watched it on Vizio live television. Did you ever see the new one? No, thank you. It's fine. I mean, that you don't. Did you see it? Yeah. They The way they modernized it. You know, there's something about was Johnny Utah. Is that his name? Yeah. Johnny Ute. I mean, and Gary fucking Busey. <laughs> Come on, man. Gary Busey is the detective. I mean, they weren't detectives. They were FBI. God, Johnny Utah. It was a ridiculous movie that I enjoy more as I get older. Lori Petty. Yes, Lori Petty. <laughs> Takes you to the edge. Lori Petty. Past it. Yeah. 
God. What'd you watch? Um, Anything exciting? Well, I know that this will come out later, but I just RIP. You went and saw The Little Mermaid in the theater? No, not yet. <laughs> um, <laughs> I watched Missing. It was a top 10 on Netflix. Tommy Lee Jones? No, it has a Storm Reed. She's a chick who played Riley on The Last of Us, the mall episode. Yeah. Yeah. So it has her. It's called Missing. It also has Nia Long. Oh, yeah. I think I thought that was that John Chow movie again. Searching. Searching. Yes. Okay. So I watched Searching when it came out, you know, years ago. It was, that was a nice little, I liked it. I was oh, like, it was great. I'm cool. So this. Different kind of found footage movie. Similar to, it was like the same style. It looked like that, and I thought it was. And I was like, I've seen that already. <laughs> no, no. This one was uh, same, same. Slightly different configuration. Yeah, like the twist. You know, a l- little different. I need to send you the trailer. We're not going to do it for the podcast. At first, I was like, oh, shit, maybe we should. There's a found footage movie entirely made on a ring camera, on a front door ring camera. So I've seen of movies being made with iPhone, but I've never heard of one being made with just a ring camera. It's a horror movie, but it looks really bad. <laughs> not going to watch it. Not going to watch not it. Not going to go there. I thought about it. I entertained the idea for a little while, and then I didn't even send it to you because I was like, no, he's not going to watch that either. Hmm. I'll show it to you. It does. It looks bad. It just looks really bad. That's what he said. Anything else fun? The movie we watched was over two hours for the first time in a while. It was, and it didn't bother me. I got to start it earlier than normal. You know, got to start it early. Yeah, your old man shit is always what comes into play for a long movie for you. Even if you're into it, you're like, I'm just tired. Well, it's just the timing. Like, when I can have, if I can have that much time, like, of alone house time in the afternoon to focus and watch a movie. (laughs) I think it's fun that you suggested we do Dungeons & Dragons. Because initially, when I showed you the trailer for Dungeons & Dragons, you were like... I'm not going to want to watch that. And then you saw the trailer and you were like, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, it's just, well, and to put it out there, I never played the game and I didn't get to do research on the game. So I'm just coming into this from a, like a complete cinema perspective. I've no. never played an entire campaign. I have started and <laughs> played for a while. With Did you uh, dabble in the D&D? Yeah, I would love to play a whole fucking campaign. I listen to podcasts all the time that are just people playing D&D. Wow. I mean, it started with Dan Harmon used to do it on Harmontown. Mm. And it was so like, I was like, oh, I get the storytelling thing. I just have never, like when I was that age, uh, I had like one person that would do that with me. And we so we played Magic, Mm. Magic the Gathering. But, you know, we didn't have enough people to play Dungeons and Dragons back then. And then I got too cool in high school and then... When I got older, I, I had too many things to do, as I do now. Probably if somebody was like, do you want to play Dungeons & Dragons? I don't know if I could find the time to do that. Yeah. I, I would love to. I would love to. I like that kind of storytelling. It was a nice adventure. This was the best fantasy movie I think <laughs> I've seen in a long time. It gave Like, in a while. Good, good adventure movie. Fantasy adventure. This has been attempted before. So in 2000, there was a Dungeons & Dragons movie with Jeremy Irons, Thora Birch, and Marlon fucking Waynes. Really? Yes. And there was a straight-to-video sequel in 2005 that had the same bad guy, but no other actors (laughs) in it. It was taken too seriously. And then Marlon Waynes was thrown in there to make it funnier. I did used to watch the 80s cartoon when I was a kid. 
I wonder how this movie was perceived by people who played the game, the newer one. I think people like this, from what I could tell on it seemed like the they liked creator it. of Dungeons and Dragons likes it. Cool. Stamp of approval. Yeah, I think that this was uh I mean, I went on Reddit and read like guys being like, Well, you could never do that in the game. So there were people, yeah. Like that wouldn't work out <laughs> in game form. They could never take on that person by themselves. Yeah, they couldn't use that card. They couldn't use that card. There are no cards in Dungeons and Dragons. That's what I'm saying. Don't, I don't piss know. off the Dungeons and Dragons nerds. <laughs> is what I'm saying. So it's ballsy to make a movie out of it in the first place. So they couldn't pull that card. No, tilt up again. Your I think your mic is falling. No, yeah. it's I'm having to. <laughs> I'm having I'm having to go like We're this. We're gonna have to get you a boom mic. Yeah, yeah so I don't have bo- to. So I can sit however. Yeah, I feel like there's a way I have to sit. That's why I'm doing this again. I'm going more and more French girl. We could get you like a helmet with the mic inside it. Could we get a camera that looks into my face too? Yeah, like an Iron Man camera. Yeah. You just be sweating. And- <laughs> <laughs> Jarvis AC. <laughs> AC Jarvis. Yeah, but nerds are easy to piss off. You don't want to piss the nerds off. So Hasbro putting money into a Dungeons and Dragons game is ballsy. Yeah. This one was good. I very much enjoyed it. I thought it had the things that a Dungeons and Dragons game have where it like it walked that line where they took it seriously and then seamlessly it became absurd. Like uh-huh. your friend. I remember watching my old roommate play Dungeons and Dragons with some people and I had come home from work and they were playing and they were all mad at him because he wouldn't leave the tavern. He just kept getting drunk <laughs> in the game. In the game. <laughs> and they like had shit to do and like somebody had left him behind and all this absurd shit had happened and he was wrecking the game. That was what made me want to play in the first place. I was like, oh, it's like that, huh? <laughs> well, so check it out. I like this movie better than Battleship, the other movie made on, based on a Hasbro game. How many well, times? This wasn't originally Hasbro. This has changed hands a bunch of times. Has Because it? of, there was like lots of sexist stuff in it and, mm-hmm. uh, heavy duty racism and stuff at one time uh that sucks there's a community episode called advanced dungeons and dragons that has been taken down from hulu and netflix because of the blackface chan in it oh shit he dresses up like a a dark elf Mm -hmm. and he's painted jet black like he's not he's not in blackface (laughs) (laughs) but it the joke is there and donald glover is like in the room it's it's all a thing but they pulled it down from netflix and that's literally the joke is that it's not a it's not a black guy it's like i'm a dark elf yeah and uh it was fucking hilarious so props to amazon prime for not taking that episode down because <laughs> it is the best episode of community for sure you've told me about that before I feel like that sounds very familiar i am enraged about that i'm also mad that netflix took the entire episode of with bob and david down because of the one blackface joke which is done right at keegan michael key david cross he's trying to get the police officer to search him yeah so he can videotape him (laughs) and it's keegan michael key and he just keeps letting him go and being Ah. like sir just go through and so he finally comes in blackface and keegan michael key's just like (sighs) and just like gets rid of him again 
Uh, and that's the joke, but they pulled the whole episode, and that series was three episodes long. So lost one-third of the series to a single sketch. It's bullshit. Anyway, that was a whole tangent. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> I liked this Dungeons & Dragons movie a lot. Yeah, man. Jonathan! <laughs> so, much, uh, so much witty humor in here. You know what I mean? It was very snippy. Yeah, and I don't know all the Easter eggs and stuff like that. I wish I did. You know that treasure chest at the very end that had like that? I was like, oh, it's a trap. Yeah, there's things like from old video games and yeah. stuff like that. That Like all that stuff came from, and they referenced Baldur's Gate a bunch of times. Or when uh, her big old axe, her battle axe gets like the, you know, gets all hot, he reheated and gets all, the, you know. Eh. Yeah. I was like, that's how it looks on, you know, on the card. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, I like that each of them had their own separate character journey. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was the most game-like. Did you like uh, Michelle Rodriguez Holga? Yeah, I like that she grew her armpit hair out. I that. noticed that in a scene. There's no way they glued that on. Uh, I bet she was down for it. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, that was a good part for her. Because she has no chemistry with fucking anyone. I did notice Justice Smith is the only one doing an accent. Mm. Everybody had... Their own voice. <laughs> but it was kind of like he was the guy at the table who was doing an accent for his character. <laughs> I mean, most of all, favorite part of the movie, Bradley Cooper. <laughs> As the halfling. Um, also, how tall do you think Bradley Cooper is now, Frank? He's not 6'2". How tall do you think he was in Dungeons & Dragons? About five ten, how I thought he, how tall I thought he was in Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> that's, how, that's how tall you think Halfling Bradley Cooper is. Oh no, Halfling Bradley Cooper. I bet he was like a two six, two eight, two eight maybe. Two eight is pushing it, but all right. Okay, two six. How did they have sex? How do you have sex with those big ladies? I don't know. He his new chick inside there. His new chick was even taller. Well, you know, it's like the Baldwin said in the Daryl Hannah attack of the 50-foot woman. What am I supposed to do? Put on a scuba suit? Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. He said something about a scuba suit to Daryl Hannah, and it was like, damn. Maybe so he goes in feet first. Well, and no lie, you know, of course she had to mention it, and, the, and I did think it too during the movie, and that's what popped into my head. Does she make you happy? She doesn't make me weep in the small hours. <laughs> what? And get trashed or like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was more, but it was the small hours thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was a sensitive soul, man. No, there were so many good things. Uh, right after that was the graveyard. Those dead guys in the cemetery, their expressions, the animatronic or the makeup or whatever was mm-hmm. happening with their faces was so good and so funny. Well, and the the fact that they used animatronics because uh, there was also the kitten, like the cat people. And they pulled the kitten from the when they meet the paladin. Oh, when they pull the cat out of the fish. Yeah, yeah, the the little <laughs> the little kitten child. That was the craziest animatronic I've seen in a while. I was like, holy shit! And I was like, oh, the one taking it's in like a cat suit. Yeah, there was a crazy <laughs> amount of like I couldn't tell what was a set and what wasn't. I mm-hmm. know that they used some of the hallways from Harry Potter for this. Oh, really? Shot for shot matches. Harry. Yeah, I even looked it up, and <laughs> same same set. Okay. Some of the Hogwarts hallways are in this Dungeons and Dragons movie. Well, you know, there is magic involved, right? Not a lot of stuff is like hard fantasy like this. Well, I mean, how many times have you ever seen a fucking uh have you ever seen a pudgy dragon before? Never, but I love it. <laughs> the way it utilized every technique it could to continue the fight, because then you notice when it was rolling, 
they still made it look like it was trying to attack him. And I'm like, fuck yeah, like wild pudgy dragon. Of course it's going to try and roll over on you. Pudgy dragon for the win, though. God. Every couple scenes, it would surprise the hell out of me. And they could have gone with like a lot of obvious, like, most people know what a demogorgon is now. And those are all Dungeons and Dragons things from Stranger Things. The mind flare and stuff like that. But they didn't use any of that shit. Or like the lich from uh, Adventure Time. Anything that people would know, they just went ahead and they made their own kind of fantasy movie out of it without having to like cater to hoping people would understand. Well, and some good fight scenes and chase scenes, like when she goes from Spy, Spy Fly, that chase scene. Oh, the druid chase scene? Yes. Oh my God, it was amazing. Um, The paladin fight scene. He, he's just a badass. The way that the, uh, well, Chris Pine. Wait, was it Harpy? A minstrel. <laughs> <laughs> he's a minstrel, like a wandering minstrel. That's what it made me think of. Was in Monty Python where uh, Sir Robin has the wandering minstrels behind him. <laughs> Brave Sir Robin. So Robin ran away, bravely ran away, away. So I had a friend in middle school that watched way too much Monty Python, so I have a mental block. I'm sorry. Oh, I love Monty Python. I got an OD of Monty Python at 12 years old. So did I, but I loved it. Um, you should sorry. revisit it as an older guy. Maybe. Like one day I'll watch the Pink Panther movies and see if they're entertaining. They are. That's what I'm thinking. Me and my old roommate used to <laughs> not now-cato each other all the time. <laughs> this was in like... The late aughts, you know? <laughs> when the fucking paladin walks away, and he's like, walking in a very straight line, isn't he? Yeah, then he's like, oh, there's a rock. <laughs> right up over the rock. Right up, oh, there he goes. Just that little stuff was awesome. Oh my God, it had me cracking up. <laughs> I, was... I was so surprised at how funny this was. I Yeah, I hadn't laughed. I was in a room by myself, and I'm like laughing out loud. It was a good one, man. It got me. And a couple good gut laughs, too, you know? Like, oh, fuck. And there were lots of things where I wanted to ask questions, and that would be the bane of a dungeon master's existence, mm -hmm. would be me being like, well, when she turns into a worm, do her clothes come with her? How do her clothes come with her? It's always about the clothes. It's just magic. It's like asking Stan Lee about Fantastic Four parts. Is this dork made of orange rock? <laughs> the rest of the bottom? <laughs> Works every time. No, the 90s are gone. <laughs> <laughs> so in the labyrinth portion toward the end of the movie uh -huh. when they pop up on that elevator the kids on the other elevator that pop up are dressed like the kids from the D, D cartoon from the 80s is that what it was that was the one easter egg thing i noticed i was talking to somebody at work about it and they were like well yeah and it was a cartoon too and i I had no idea. Yeah, it was, it was not an amazing cartoon. There was also, I have some comic books in my closet right now, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons comic books from mm. probably late 80s, early 80s. Score. Yeah, I think I found them at a Goodwill or something. Yeah, I'm waiting to find some of that like fine china from like some dynasty of the past at Goodwill for 10 bucks that I can sell for like a million. They don't sell cocaine at Goodwill. I asked. <laughs> you got to find the furniture that's got it taped up underneath that they didn't catch it. You know, open that top drawer, feel around on the bottom side of the surface. I'm glad that they made this movie now. I was not expecting it to feel as big budget as it was. And watching all those Marvel movies mm -hmm. beforehand really kind of primed me for this sort of silliness. Well, even like uh, you were saying, you didn't, you know, sometimes was it the set? Was it some CGI stuff? Um animatronics versus just you know green screen i think in the back of my head i had that 2000 jeremy irons thor birch 
Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and the CGI was so fucking bad because that's 2000 CGI with a mediocre budget. You know, one of the best ones that I've seen pop up on several websites that people talk about is the Scorpion King with the rock. I love that one. But, but man, that CGI is bad. I know. And that's one that I was like a real mummy fan. So I watched it once, but I was like, yeah, no, mummy, mummy. There's you know. something about his eyes. Dude, you go back and look at it now. There's more than just the eyes, man. That whole fucking thing is like, what the fuck is that? Like there were probably video games on CD, like CD-ROM games that looked better than that at the time. You know, I haven't thought about it in a long time. Maybe uh, your bad motivator friends could tell us, but how bad does Jabba the Hutt look? The CGI Jabba the Hutt that they stuck in the movie. Like, how bad does that shit look now? Because I rejected it immediately out of hand. Like, I was like, that doesn't even look good. Why would you do that? Like, at the time he did it. Mm -hmm. But God, it must look bad now. I have original theatrical cuts on a hard drive of the first three Star Wars movies. Yeah. I will not watch those changed fucking movies. <laughs> and it does nothing to do with whether Greedo shot first or any of that shit. It's 100% that just don't stick CGI in my shit. Yeah. I am excited to see that Indiana Jones movie, though. I'm going to check it out. Have you? Not that it has anything to do with George Lucas anymore. But... How many times have you seen Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Two? One. I've seen it once. I need to go back and watch that one. I would say I enjoyed it more the second time. The first time, it was like an assault on my memories. Mm. Like, I, I was like hunched over Indiana Jones and Shia LaBeouf. Wait, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade? Last Crusade. See? Father, da uh, fa Father Daughter Day. I mean, <laughs> Father Indy Day. <laughs> well, so. We called the dog Indiana. And I know that, but what's weird was just in my head, I was like, the Crusade was four. But I was like, no, it's not. It's three. Why would I wrestle with that in my head? I know this. I grew up with Temple of Doom, not even Raiders. Raiders didn't come till later for me. I was a Temple of Doom kid. Temple of Doom was what I saw first, and then I saw Raiders second. Yeah, and when I saw it, well, no, I think I actually saw um, Last Crusade, maybe even before I saw Raiders. So when I finally saw Raiders, I was like, this one came out before Temple of Doom? And like I, my mind was blown. I think the reason that happened to us is because of when we were born. Mm -hmm. So we were born when our parents had already seen Raiders. But we were getting to that age when Temple of Doom and Last well, Crusade came out. And Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was a Hollywood movie for me. And at the time, I take it, I don't know why, I had this anti-Shia thing. I think I've talked about it before. You talk about it a lot. But I love him. I love him. I'm so I'm so mad at myself for hate. But that's part of why I didn't like really want to see that at the time. I think when they have meltdowns, they come out of it way better actors. All no, of a sudden, he is he's fucking awesome. I bet you Ezra Miller kills it ten years from now. <laughs> just saying. I don't know. Calling man. it now. I don't care if that's controversial or not. He. Just... I don't really know the specifics of what that kid did, but I think he can act. Well, I mean, I've heard about him, but you don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. We're just well, these people the that hear like, these Tom stories. Tom Cruise is an amazing fucking actor, but he's fucking nuts. <laughs> no question about it. Chris Pine is a fine fucking actor, though. This was a weird part for him. But I think that's cool that he did it. I think he picked it because of that. He's like the most useless character on the team. Well, I was going to say, like, as a heart, he's not a fighter. He really is like an improviser. You if know, you he were improvises. D&D, you would have that guy. Yeah, I mean, it's like you would have that one character who like was being an asshole and he was like, this is what I'm going to be. And 
I'm the leader. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So that's the thing. I did try and read like some character comparisons to like their, uh, how they would be played in the game. And a lot of them just seem to kind of be repeating their purpose in the story of the movie. But I found one that was like, no, like his character in the game, he's more almost like the way that they portray him in the movie. He's more like, like an NPC type charisma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High charisma, high luck. Yeah. That kind of thing. And they were like, he's more of like a, just like almost like a jester type, like the way that they make him in the movie. Like he's a little too, I don't know, free spirited. Yeah. Maybe that that's going down that Reddit hole that I went where you can't, he never would have been yeah. able to take on that guy. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying though. That like I read, I think three or four different lists and I was like, man, this is just talking about what they did in the movie. I'm like, this isn't telling me about like comparing to the game. What I really um, liked about it is I think that playing Dungeons and Dragons has a sense of like community and story you get enrichment from. Mm-hmm. Like I think that some of those guys who play Dungeons and Dragons regularly like gain a great deal of confidence in their real lives because of it. Because they give themselves a story that's important to us as human beings to have little stories and <laughs> that's why we like movies and why I read so much and all those things. I think doses of story is exceptionally good for your mental health. And D&D is good for you. It's a feel-good flick. It was a really fun movie. I needed some fun. That's mm-hmm. why I'd been watching Marvel movies. Everything had gotten too serious. I watched that documentary on that Sarah Lawrence cult. Oh, I, got, yeah. I went to a dark fucking place, man. I was real bummed out for those kids. Yeah, documentaries will get you sometimes. And I was like, cool cult. Why doesn't anyone <laughs> fucking want to be abducted by aliens anymore? <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, the government's told us aliens are real, but we're at a point in society where everybody's like, there's other shit going on right now, man. I have stuff to do, man. Yeah, well, I mean, think about it. 20 years ago, if they would have fucking told us aliens were real, I think shit would have hit the fan. Absolutely. But now, you're going to break this to us in like 2022, 2023? We're just like, no shit, motherfucker. Like, you're going to show us something cool? Like a tablet or something that they left behind is there like a device we're talking to them on and you didn't tell us you mean you don't have a stargate yeah (laughs) where is james spader god damn it kurt russell we need your fucking flat top right now it's a good movie i'm feeling keyed up to watch ridiculous action adventure movies i can't wait for indiana jones to come out we're gonna watch 65 65 a movie that really fell right off the shelf yeah and it's a movie with a number but it's not related to sports yeah how do you google that <laughs> maybe that's what it was 60 it was just Bad falling off search engine optimization <laughs> you like type in 65 and it's like yeah to get this pipe from the industrial shop in new orleans <laughs> nolens louisiana old 65er yeah it's that steak up there in minnesota eh? <laughs> uh, get some beaver nuggets on the side huh yeah there you go what are beaver nuggets? Uh, they're from Bucky's, but it sounds like something from oh, up yeah, north. Oh, those things that get stuck in your teeth. Yeah, we talked about it. It's, yeah. I turned it into a cereal one night. It's Don't recommend it. If you're not from Texas, you have no idea what we're fucking talking about. But wait, weren't you telling we're me? We're talking about gas station. Gas station food, but Bucky's is something else. It's on another level. It's going to other states now. Hold on. There's chocolate-covered beaver nuggets, though, right? Yeah. Uh. Ugh. <laughs> I think three of them is the equivalent of eating a pint of ice cream. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to get that big bag next time I go. They're like fried corn syrup. That's what those things are. On my solo road trip, Bucky's was my best friend because Texas is like a third of the journey by itself. You know what I mean? Yes, always. (laughs) If we were playing Dungeons and Dragons, getting out of Texas would be like... (laughs) 
the midpoint of the story. We would finally escape from Texas. If the world ended today and we all like, even if we got horses, oh, and getting out of Texas would be the craziest part of the journey. And what? Oh, God. Neverwinter? Is that the Neverwinter? Is that the name of the fucking, like the capital? You know, the oh, forges? Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. I think so. That would be Dallas. There was a lot of <laughs> stuff in this. If I had been like actively taking notes and we weren't doing kind of a mini episode, I would have had so much shit written down that yeah. I didn't fully understand. That's why this is a mini episode. And you know what? You know how we talk about like, oh my God, this is another like Weekend Away movie or something? This is a the last one movie because it starts out with, you know, the promise to this is the last one. The last heist. Yeah. It's, it's a so, heist movie. Well, yeah, and it's the last one. And everything was like tropey, but it was in such a good way. It was really good. Man, I did this do well at theaters? I didn't really look at box office stuff. Let's see. I have it pulled up right here. Oh, gross two hundred and two million. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Fifty million budget. Worldwide. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So it's made its budget back. Yeah. Ninety million domestic, so rest of the world liking it a bit more like usual lately. Yeah, and this will be a streaming gem. For a while. Mm -hmm. If you didn't see this movie when it came out or you didn't see it now. It's pretty cool that it came out on Paramount Plus this fast. For I mean, especially for that dollar amount. Damn. And what we've talked about so far, not a lot of spoilers. No, no, no. And I didn't even ruin the end. Yeah, we didn't say anything about the story. We just kind of laughed about our favorite parts of it. But mm -hmm. I would say that if you haven't seen this and you're listening to this episode, you should watch it. It's it's great. Even if you're not into Dungeons and Dragons. My wife liked it. I've never touched Dungeons and Dragons and I like this movie a lot. You want to play Magic when we're done? I never played Magic. I'll teach you. You got Pokémon? You want to play Bloody Mary? Thanks everyone for joining us for the Last Video Store Clerks podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Last Clerks, Instagram at the Last Video Store Clerks, and you can find Scott at dispatchesfromthepit.com.